Welcome back, everybody, to the Perfect Timing Podcast, episode seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky seven. Seven episodes in. Feeling good about it, man. Excited to be back with you guys. Coming into December, we're here, already in December, coming up Christmas, a few weeks away, but we're here. Serge and I are back. How are we doing, Serge? Doing good, doing fine, doing all right. <laughs> Loving it. We're recording a little later than we usually do on a uh, Wednesday Wednesday evening. So if you come across a little tired, our apologies, but I think we have the uh, energy to go through this entire podcast pretty, pretty strong. Absolutely. It will be good. Absolutely. We'll be good. We'll be good. So today's podcast, we will be going through a little rundown of this past weekend's um, games, specifically the Patriots and Bills game, because I'm still fired up from that win. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about some other games from this past weekend. We'll talk a little bit about this upcoming weekend's games as well. Tomorrow night, uh, we got one game between the Saints, right? Who is it? Yeah, Saints. Uh what game is Thursday? Tomorrow night, yeah. Oh, Steelers-Vikings, right? No, Steelers-Vikings, yeah. Steelers-Vikings. So we'll go through that a little bit later. Talk a little NBA action. Serge mentioned it last episode. Uh, definitely going to go into a little a, a little NBA action as we go forward into the December and winter months of the year. Um, but that is what we have on deck for you. To start off the pod, we have a very exciting beginning to it. We have our first official guest today. Our first guesty Westie. First guesty Westie. Our first guest appearance. And last episode, you may have heard me uh, talk a little shit, talk a little smack about playing Christmas music in November. And my wife, Gina, has heard my thoughts. She knows my thoughts already, but she heard it on the pod. So I would like to invite her to come on to the episode. And to rebuttal <laughs> what she thinks about my thoughts on Christmas music being played in November. So I will now invite Gina to hop on the podcast. Jay, come on in. <laughs> I'm taking my headphones out. You still hear me, Serge? We good? We're good. Gina is currently decked out in all <laughs> Christmas sweater. Candy cane. Yeah, I must say, I love the Christmas Christmas ensemble that you have going on right now. It's very in the spirit. I just love everything about it. Yeah, Serge, I appreciate that because after all the smack I heard that was spoken about myself <laughs> in the episode, now if you knew I was listening, you shouldn't be talking smack about someone. But well, yeah. I would like to say that that wasn't me that was nick chioko duly noted and yes it was not you it was solely nick chioko aka you can look at the camera look at the camera now sorry <laughs> just staring into my I've soul i've never been a guest on a podcast <laughs> so thoughts about what i had said on the on the last episode g i'm just gonna give my point of view because i feel like i was spoken for and i don't appreciate that I like to listen to Christmas music the day after Halloween because 
Christmas season is the shortest of the seasons, yet it brings so much joy to so many. So I don't think we should limit ourselves to December 1st to December 25th. I think that's just preposterous. And that's what I said, right? I said that. I I supported you. I said, that's mine. Yet I listen to this music (laughs) and feel all this holiday cheer, and I still respect football season, but I just bring a little Christmas cheer to it, as they say. So I, I just think it's, I respect people who don't, don't participate like yourself. Well, I don't respect you for that, but I respect people who don't agree with Christmas music right after Halloween. But you know what? The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. So that's what I try and do for as long as possible. 100%. I, I agree. I blast Mariah Carey all for Christmas from November 1st to January 31st. And there's, when is there 31 days there? You first notes, like, doesn't that just hit your soul? It does, actually. I actually love Mariah. I love Mariah Carey and I love that song. So that song. it does make it puts me, it just puts me in a better mood. And, and you know, sometimes I listen to it in the spring, just not like <laughs> on repeat, but like sometimes I will just no. pop it on for a second. Just what is your favorite Christmas song, Gina? I'm curious. I carry Christmas song without a doubt in my mind. Mm -hmm. I remember listening to that like on a cassette in my parents' car Mm -hmm. when I was little. I loved that Christmas song. Well, uh, I I heard in the episode you do need to expand your Christmas song palette a little bit. So I hope you're doing coming weeks. I do. I only I only know the Mariah Carey song and then like Oh Holy Night, uh, but not the Celine Dion version. I know yeah. like the, the church version, like the, the uh, Celine Dion podcast. <laughs> I'm a little shocked by that. I know my heart will go on. <laughs> I don't know. You don't only really know it. You love it. Don't act like you're humble because <laughs> it's a Celine Dion podcast. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know Oh Holy Night. Yeah, definitely a banger. Shout out Celine. Got it. Shout out, Celine. <laughs> you got to listen for sure. So, G, in in summary, what do you uh, what do you think that what I said, and how was your reaction to that? Do you think in Serge's terms, you, you said you said something earlier about how I how I talked about your Christmas character, how I spoke about mine being a Scrooge and everything. Well, I do think you're a little bit of a Scrooge, Serge, because we were in Me? the car. No, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> you got so scared. Sorry. No, so offended there. I was saying it to Serge because we were in the car like the week before Thanksgiving and I turned on my Christmas playlist <laughs> and I can, I could just feel the tension in the car and I'm like, what is going on? Like we're, we're going to dinner. And I'm like, what is this tension? And I turn over and I literally just said, what is wrong? And he's like, I just don't feel that it's appropriate to have Christmas music on the week of Thanksgiving. I, I, feel, I fear that I'm going to get sick of it. And I said, if I had water in my mouth, I would have spit it out because I said, that is literally insane. How could you get sick of it listening? This was only listening to it one week early. You've been listening for four weeks. Yeah, I know. I know. So I, I, know. I think that is a Scrooge by definition that you would let it affect you negatively when it should only bring you joy. Yeah. And you said that it was slander on your, on, on my oh, part. Oh, I, I felt in lawyer terms, Serge, I had to come on here because 
my character was being defamed. He was making mm-hmm. like yes. Person. I I knew yes. that legal jargon. Yeah, she's on mm-hmm. her Marissa Tomei shit search for you. <laughs> I love it. Shout out on Marissa Tomei. Shout out. What the fuck's his name? Uh, it's not Joe Pesci. Is it Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Shout out Joe Pesci and Ralph Macchio. Yep. Good job. Can we watch that movie? I think of you. Thank you. Such a good movie. Thank you. So yeah, so she believes that my speak was slander on her it was name slander. <laughs> on the podcast, out for the people to hear. But I'm very glad she could speak her piece and be able to say her side of the story for this. Like I said, <laughs> the world could possibly be a better place if we elongated the Christmas season. I would agree. Try it. It would be. It would be. I agree. I do like Christmas. I like Christmas cookies and I like Christmas cheer. I like stockings and I like presents. Like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm a Christmas guy. We're Christmas boys. This is a CB podcast. Sir, kind of Santa-like. Our grass, uh, my glasses? Yeah, a little bit. I, I do I do moonlight as Santa Claus on December 24th. So. <laughs> there you go. I think there you if go. you visit a Pennsylvania mall this time of year, you might see someone you know. Might, might just might. Just might. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, well, thanks, G, for hopping on. No problem. I'm glad we could clear this up. And, <laughs> you know, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Thanks, G. No problem. Absolutely. Thank you. Our, our first you. official guest on our, our first guesty Westy on the potty. Our first guesty Westy on the podcast, and she's out. <laughs> all right, let me put my headphones back on. She could speak her piece. She was so fired up to do that. She should be. It's a big deal. This is the perfect timing podcast. We don't have guests usually. Absolutely. I don't even know when we're going to have guests again, to be honest. She (laughs) just did such a good job. Yeah. She just set the bar so high. I don't think we can have guests for another like 35, maybe 50 episodes. (laughs) She crushed it. I'm proud of her. That was good. I'm glad she she, uh, wanted to speak upon the take that I had. So it's December. It's Christmas time. Go into some football now, Serge, right? Beginning of the end of the season where we have. Beginning of the end of the season. Beginning of the end of the season. It's hard to hear. Hard to hear it, right? It it sucks. Yeah, I mean, for the Falcons, yeah, I get it. Like, and we love the draft going forward. We get so fired up about that. But beginning of the end of the season where playoffs are starting to take shape. Every team is starting to get into their form and everything. And I think nothing better than December football is when the Patriots finally kick into fucking gear like they did against the. Do you, the, know, do you think that they peaked a little early? I mean, we're early on like a seventh group, seven game win streak. I mean, yeah, there's. There, I would not agree. I would agree with you that they might be peaking a little too early. Can't disagree with you, you on know, that. A little bit too early. A little bit. The sweet, the sweet spots like week. 14 week 13 i think week 14 maybe week 12 maybe that's when you want to start getting hot you guys have been yeah. hot since week week five this is you guys have been hot since week five seven, you guys are on yeah shit yeah, seven yeah. game win streak so you guys might be peaking a little bit too again hot too quickly yeah that flame might burn out by you know uh, the divisional game yep so but um you know, still, you're on a seven-game win streak. Damn That's right. huge. You just went to Buffalo. You smacked around the Bills for four quarters. You just oh. ran the ball down the throat. The most you know, beautiful. The 
most beautiful football, the most beautiful football game. You knew what they were going to do. Yeah. On the broadcast, Peyton Manning was saying that they were just in a nickel defense the whole entire time. That's a preferred defense. But guys, get the fuck out of the nickel defense. Get in the box. For four straight. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I said it last week. I said, we just got to have to copy, run back whatever Jonathan Taylor and the Colts script had. He had five touchdowns. Damian Harris had what, two? I think it was one. The most beautiful zone play I may have ever seen in my entire life. I sent it to all of my kids that I well, the entire line that I coach, I sent it to two of my best friends from high school, one of them being my best man, one of the other ones being a groomsman that played O-line with me in high school. The way that we ran zone in high, in high school, it, we learned it from one of our favorite coaches, Coach Selman. He taught us it sophomore, junior, senior year, and seeing it perfected in the NFL, especially on Monday night against the Bills, was just beautiful. Everyone, the entire linebacker, Everyone, everybody flowing to the left, D-line, linebackers, everybody flowing to the left. Safety went on the left side too, and he cut it back beautifully. Damian Harris on the right side, 64 fucking yards. It was a beauty. So psyched to see that Patriots kick some ass. Final score, 14 to 10 of that game in the windy, snowy conditions. Absolute craziness. The, the pregame warmups were so funny to see too, like the kickers kicking the field goal before they would be dead straight, and then it would just... Whew, Tail right off. So good to see that December football Patriots are here. I really hope that we're not peaking too early, but fired up for how we have been so far this year. And of course on Monday night, that was an unbelievable game. I was so fired up for that the entire time. It was a bye this week, but who do they play after their bye? Uh, we got the Colts, the bye after the bye. Ooh. Colts also have a bye this week too, which is Ooh. pretty interesting. Yeah, it'll be an awesome game. I'm psyched for that. That'll be a, that'll be a sick game. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> it's it's gonna be a tough one, dude. That offense. Like, of course, we talked about how ridiculous Carson Wentz is, but Jonathan Taylor has just made up for everything that Carson Wentz has not been able to do in that offense. Um, yeah, it'll, it's going to be an awesome game. Both, like I said, both teams coming off a bye. That's rare to happen in the NFL, mm-hmm. too, where both teams are coming off a bye to then face off against each other, both getting rest. Um, it should be awesome. I'm psyched. Top of the AFC East, top of the AFC as well. Said we were shooting for that number one spot. And we got that number one spot, baby. So I love well, it. Yeah, because the Ravens suck. Yeah, they Why do. are they going for two? I don't know. Lamar. Lamar's going to put that ball on Mark Andrews to get him into the end zone there. Yeah, that was it's ugly. A little too far outside. But, you know, what, what can you do? That was ugly. Yeah. Lost the Steelers. Yep. 20 to 19. Game, I couldn't believe that. Well, I believe that they went for two because I feel like Harbaugh yeah. believes in – Lamar Jackson and him playing. He believes in him a little bit too much, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to reel your quarterback in. You're like, hey, maybe not. Yeah, because <laughs> Lamar wasn't playing a good game. Mm-mm. So, but you never know, I guess. Yeah. Um, yep. Steelers but, with a big win to keep him, I guess, alive, I guess, question mark. Yeah, they're 6-5-1. and one. Yeah. Yeah, they're 6-5-1, and one, and they're uh, what, third in the AFC North. Yep. Or second, second or third in the AFC North. They must be behind the, the Browns and the Bengals, right? Uh, no, the they're ahead no. of the Browns, but they ahead probably of the Browns, be ahead of the Bengals too, ahead, right? Ahead of the Bengals, maybe. Ahead of the no, they lost the Bengals twice, so they'd be ahead ah, of the Bengals. Yep, they got blown out by them twice. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I can get it turned around. Yep. Um, I do like Najee. Najee is my boy. Najee is my savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God for Najee. Um, yep. But uh, they got a big matchup this week. They play the Vikings tomorrow on Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings coming off a tough, tough loss Oof. to a team that had not won a game on the year, to a team that has zero weapons on offense, to a team that I cannot name one defensive player on their roster. You know what I found out today? I found out it was kind of cool. Kid, right. a, a kid that I – not a kid. A player that I have followed for the past few years, Jason Cabina from Penn State, linebacker for them. They, for whatever, it must have been like the fullback got hurt or something. So he plays linebacker every now and then, but also plays fullback. The name for the position that he plays is called Superback. That's what they have him like, I don't know, on the website. Okay. I saw it on Twitter today. <laughs> Superback. It's fucking badass. I was like, that's sick. Yeah, that's sick, right? Pretty cool. Sick, but, uh, Superback. Superback. Yeah, defensively. Sometimes and fullback the other times. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, interesting. More valuable than Jason Hill. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yep. <laughs> that was a Taysom Hill shot. Fuck him. He sucks. Um, but we're not talking about him right now. Um, yeah, but shout out to the Detroit Lions for, you know, getting that W. That's huge. Did it without uh, DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Uh, Amon Raw, St. Brown, with the yep. game-winning touchdown. That was the best game of the year. I saw you pick him up in the Yahoo League. Damn right I did. I don't know what that's going to do because you're never going to play him. <laughs> I mean, he has been consistent the past few weeks. It's been like six, seven. I'll take that if I don't have anybody. I currently have every single person on my bench right now on a bye this week. So I have to figure that out. That's a whole other discussion. But yeah, shout out the Lions, man. We have them uh, pe- pegged as the, I guess, the spotlight players of the week, per- like plural, I guess. Players and coaches, because Coach, they, they're yeah. not a win. They're not going to go winless this year. Yep. That's huge. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was cool to see Jared Goff get a W. Yeah. Um, he gets Fired a bad up. rap, because I don't think he's that bad. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that team is just devoid of everything. They don't have anything on that team, it's at least on the perimeter. I feel I like they're building. Yeah. Yeah, Panay Sewell and Dan, Dan Campbell is – such an intense coach. I like love yeah. seeing the emotion that he has, the raw emotion that he has during his press conferences, during the team meeting after the win, everything. Even even after when Jared Goff threw the touchdown, automatically, of course, Jamal Williams jumped into Jared Goff's arms, but I think he was aiming for Dan Campbell as him. And it's it's awesome to see coach coaching with intensity like that. That's what I try to do on the mm-hmm. sidelines with my team too. So it's awesome to see that in the NFL. And I think that they have some building blocks. Like you said, nothing too much on the outside. Amon Ross St. Brown's a good player. Hopefully they draft the receiver this year, like they should have last year. Um, maybe a Traylon Burks, maybe a Drake London NFL mock draft talk coming in the next few months and everything. But yeah, they, is a name. I like that name. I wish that was yeah. my name, Drake London. It's <laughs> a cool name. Pretty cool. It's an all name team. We're going to make an all name team. He's the captain of the all name team. Drake yeah. London. Yeah. And the coldest, the coldest Ferguson the, or the coldest Crawford. <laughs> the coldest Crawford who just decommitted from uh, LSU, LSU, by the way. Yep. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. The coldest all... Crawford, Drake London. Yep. Yeah. Those are two guys on my on the outside. All team names. Catching yep. balls from fucking, uh, I don't know. I don't know any quarterbacks with cool names. With cool names? Yeah. Spencer uh, Rattler. Ooh, <laughs> don't get me started on that, kid. I guess. Yeah. Don't get me started on it. 
Like, uh, he would be on the all-name team. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah, I guess. Too bad he sucks. Uh, all right, going into <laughs> going into one of the next games uh, from this past weekend, Washington football team, Raiders. Uh, Washington pulled it out with the is it game-winning kick by the guy that they just signed this past week, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, home from D.C. too. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so less less second field goal for them to beat the Raiders. Um, it was the Will Compton Bowl. Uh, the boy, <laughs> he has two teams that he played for, uh, or other than the Titans, and he always jokes around on that on Twitter. Very funny follow if you guys don't know about him already. Um, has a separate podcast, Busting with the Boys podcast. So shout out Busting with the Boys. Shout out Will Compton, who just signed re-up, read up with the Raiders. And uh, yeah, it was a good game overall. 17-15, final score. Um, both teams, Taylor Heineke is, uh, I don't even know how to describe him. I think he's, I think he's awesome. I, I, his intensity to let's, let's just, let's just be honest here. He's electric. He's electric. electric Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, but he's electric to watch. He's electric. He absolutely is. His intensity is contagious. It really is. Looking at him on the sideline after they won to screaming at everybody all fired up. That's awesome to see and seeing him kind of take the lead. We saw him build on his performance from last year in the playoffs. Um, even with Fitzpatrick coming in as a starting quarterback at the beginning of this year, he's done a decent job at the Washington football team's quarterback position and they get a good win all the way over on the West coast in uh, Las Vegas. So awesome to see that overall yeah absolutely to be six and seven with that with the way the defense was the defense was performing at the early start of the season that's yeah. amazing that's great on ron rivera that's great on taylor heineke it's great on all the players and they didn't have uh, logan thomas for a lot of the year and he yep. unfortunately tore his acl and his mcl uh this past weekend was just horrible but because he was really coming into his own as a tight end in the past two years but um yeah the future's looking bright, bright in Washington. Shout out, mm. shout out Antonio Gibson, by the way, because with mm. Jamie McKissick out, he's been able to showcase more of his talents. And the, the guy's stud at running back, and he's stud a wide receiver. Yeah. So, you know, you could, you know, keep having them, you know, play together. But I think having two backs is always the is always key. The running back tandems are, you know, I think mm. those that's the future. That's the way to go. But. Agreed. Um, definitely watch out for Antonio Gibson uh, in the later half of the season because mm-hmm. he's really coming into his own. He's really playing well. Yeah. The offensive line is playing well, too. So, yeah. Yep. Um, really shout out to them. And the defense is coming around, too, without Chase Young. So. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Good to see them. Washington always competing for the NFC East. The NFC East is the is the strangest division ever, man. They always the, – the, the, the stat that they always have of the teams, a single team, I think – I forget the year that it has started, but I don't think – probably since like the eighties or something. I forget exactly what year it is. They haven't had a repeat division winner since like the eighties It's like something crazy like that. Every single year it's been like swip, like flip-flopping every single time. It's one person on the top, other team on the top, next team on the bottom. They go to the top next year. It's bizarre. It's crazy. So that should be a good uh, finish to the division. And we'll see who leads that by the end of the year between the Cowboys, the Eagles. Big, big game this weekend. Big game this weekend. Yep. Cowboys, Redskins. Or yep. Cowboys, yep. Washington football team. Yep. Excuse me. That'd be a good one. Um, yeah. So. That'd be a good one. It's going to be, that was, it's going to be a tilt. It's going to be, a, I think, I think Washington pulls it out um, yep. because I don't know, something about the Cowboys. I just don't like. Never have. Never. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't okay. know what it is. America's but, uh, team, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Zeke, Zeke. 
Zeke just Zeke has just lost a step, dude. Like he's hurt, right? Isn't he hurt? He does have a hurt hand. He has a hurt hamstring or something too. Yeah. So that's what I mean by he lost a step because he literally yeah. can't take a step because of hurt hamstring. <laughs> Um, but yeah, see, just, yeah. bringing it bringing it back. You see Damian Harris, the first play of the second half, come in and like automatically hobble off. I was like, gosh, shit, yeah. there's his hamstring. <laughs> but yeah, he's out. He's out for the I game. They have Ramondre Stevenson. Yes, sir. Considering he was in the doghouse in the first three games. Yeah, beast so fumbling the ball. Even though Matt Breida fumbled the ball the first carry of the game and still getting touches. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I know we didn't even mention anything about the Bills, but your uh, return of the Matt Breida. I didn't know you're, the weather was going to be like you're that. Devin, <laughs> Devin, the Punisher, Singletary. Those, uh, they didn't do too hot, man. Well, I guess those, I guess those are uh, warm weather guys, and they didn't show up that day. Guess so. Because it's too cold for them. Zach Moss got some carries though. He had six carries for 18 yards. Shout out to you, Zach. <laughs> Thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you, Zach Moss. Garbage. You, Zach Moss. You suck. <laughs> Bills suck too. Although Josh Allen, it's been playing pretty well. I put him in MVP race, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rocket for our man. Just Here's the thing about Can we talk about MVP race for a second? Yeah. And how there's been no clear cut MVP. I guess if you want to. I said it last week, right? Yeah. And be, you know, uh, Tom Brady. Is number one, but Tom Brady's had some rough games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had a rough start to the year, but he really took off. Tyler Murray's missed some games, mm-hmm. but he, you know, the number one awesome. NFC. Yeah. However, really Cole McCoy did take over the office and they, they did not miss a beat other than one game. I know. I was going to say that was a single game. <laughs> he played horrible the two games after that. He played so bad. <laughs> uh, they, they went 2 1, though. They went 2 1, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, no clear cut winner for the MVP. Still, same. I was gonna say same thing for the Heisman, but after I listened back to no, our that's, episode, that's yeah, done. it's Bryce Young, right? Right. Bryce Young, the future Atlanta Falcons. Bryce Young, yes. Oh, you like that? Okay. Twenty twenty three. Bryce Young will be an Atlanta Falcon, but he yeah. won't start that year. He'll come off the bench for Matt Ryan because I refuse to let him go. <laughs> you have such an attachment. You have such an attachment. Let him be a contract out. You have such an. It was. It was a contract ended two years. Is that what it is? I think. I think so. Unless they signed to an extension this offseason, which they always could. Yeah, you have such an attachment to him. I love it. Being a BC boy too, like Matty Ice. I, I still have love for him, despite. It doesn't make any. Uh, yeah. The hate that he gets doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I don't know what he. I don't know what he did to people. You would think that like. I get that he played with Julio, but let's be honest. What is Julio without Matt? Hurt. <laughs> and not playing. Yep. That's what he is. We don't know. That's what Julio is without Matt Ryan. All right? Yep. So don't ever tell me Julio made Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan made Julio Jones. Matt Ryan made Roddy White. Matt Ryan made Michael Jenkins. Matt Ryan made Mohamed Sanu. Anthony, A lot of these dudes owe Matt it? Ryan money. All right. That's a, a tight end. Shout out Matt Ryan. Tony, Tony Gonzalez, baby. You didn't make Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez is already beast <laughs> before he got there. He's already made. He's already he's made. Already, man. He's already a made man. Yeah. I love it. You want to wanna talk a little preview of this weekend? We could go through a few of the games. Sure. If you'd like to. Uh, let me see. Who plays this weekend? Well, the Ravens play the Browns. Yep. Again. <laughs> So division I mean, division Lamar, battle. Lamar, yeah, is Lamar gonna throw four picks again? <laughs> um 
Knows. I don't know. Devontae Freeman looks like he's, you know, stepping the fountain of youth, though. It yeah, what in the world? It's crazy. I, like, the beginning of the year, he looked like similar to what, uh, what's his name look like? The Brixis feet. He just, all of a sudden, back up to what he was on the Falcons. It's crazy. Yeah, I guess he had to get into shape. Yeah, I guess so. He, I mean, he's yeah. looking, like, even like his shifty moves where he's like, <laughs> like, he's <laughs> Yeah, it's looking good. We need he, he, Lamar needs to target Rashad Bateman more, don't you think? Yep. Like he's still a first round pick on him. Not every boss to go to Mark Andrews. Now I love Mark Andrews. Like, <laughs> come on, let's get Rashad Bateman involved in the offense a little bit, huh? Yeah. Let's start throwing him the ball. Guy's got hands. Yeah, he's um, physical he's too. He's thin though. He's a slender guy. At least he's he a, looks slender on the TV. I think he's like six feet six. I want to say six two for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like he's like six feet. Let's see. I don't know. He's good though. He's a good yeah. guy. 6'1, 195. Yeah, pretty guy. Pretty big dude. Uh, Rashad Bayman, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. I don't I don't know what, what's going on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that offense. I just think Lamar needs to get his head out of his ass. Stop mm-hmm. throwing the ball sidearm. Throw the ball like a normal fucking person. Um and uh, you know, get it going. Yep. This is ridiculous. I don't know what's going on. You got Devin Duvernay, you got uh, James Prochet, even though he never turned to the field, you got uh, <laughs> Hollywood Brown, you got Rashad Bateman, you got Sammy uh, Mark Andrews, you got Patrick Ricard, you know, fucking beast in the backfield, mm-hmm. uh, Latavius Murray. Um, you know, he's got guys, he's got weapons to throw the ball to, you know, use them. You don't have to take off every single play, although I do love it when you do because you do give me fantasy points. But, you know, let's win games. You know, the fantasy points for me can come secondary. I understand. Yeah. So let's just win games with the Ravens, you know, and play well. Stop throwing picks, stop throwing, forcing passes. Big tilt against the Cleveland Browns this weekend, that cripple from Texas. <laughs> I mean, Baker Mayfield. So yep. hopefully, hopefully they can get it going. Yep. Yep. The uh, One of the games I'm, I'm most excited about this upcoming week is the Bills versus Buccaneers. That is going to be a good one. Brady's so. Brady's record against the Bills is something absurd. I'm sure. I'm sure they have only beaten him a few times. Uh, as someone who has the Pats in the AFC East, it's good to see that the Bills also do not have uh, have to play Tom Brady this year after losing to us last week and have to go down to Tampa to play them. So that'll be fun to watch. I'm psyched for that game. That'll be a sick game. Probably the game of the week, I would assume, even though it's not the uh, Sunday night game, which it very, very much should be instead of the disgusting, disgusting Bears versus Packers game that's still somehow in the flex. It not get flexed out of the Sunday night football spot. I don't what? Know. You don't want to see Justin Fields run around the field with like a, like a chicken with his head cut off because his offensive line can't protect him? You don't <laughs> want to see that? Well. I feel bad for him by now, man. Like it would be before they decided not to flex it. It was still Andy Dalton versus Aaron Rodgers, and let me tell you, nothing gets me more fired up than Andy Dalton in prime time. <laughs> and thinking about that, it's like, how are you not? I get the Bills were just on a Monday night, and usually they do. Sometimes they do back to back where they have a Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, Monday night primetime games. I don't know why they couldn't do the Bills and Buccaneers on primetime. That would have been just a much better matchup than the Bears-Packers. So that'll be an awesome game. Excited to see that. Um, rooting for the Buccaneers so that the Bills get knocked down another peg on the AFC East and 
we'll see how they do from there. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. I think the Bills. I think the Bills take them because I, I, I the Buccaneers secondary is fishy to me. Yeah. Like they just let up a hundred receiving yards in like twelve catches to Russell Gage. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Gage is probably a wide receiver four on the Buffalo Bills. I mean, he's probably yeah, he's like a wide receiver three, wide receiver four on a good team. So yeah. I think if he was able to get loose in that secondary, I think uh, they're going to have some issues with uh, Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, um, who is somehow just amazing on the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Which is still shocking to me. but um, Crazy. Yeah. I think they're going to have a little bit of issues with that. And maybe running the ball, too, because the, the, I think the Bucks, the Bucks defense, I think they averaged the most rushing yards they allowed in the season up until last weekend was 81 yards. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't remember – I don't know how many yards the Falcons got, but the Falcons run the ball pretty well on them with Cordero Patterson and Mike Davis. Yeah, so, I, I noticed that too. I was going to text you. I completely forgot to mention that. <clears throat> Mike Davis, did they just realize that he was on the team last week? <laughs> Where Every time I saw him on red zone, I was like, what the hell? Mike Davis is carrying the ball. Give the ball to Cordero instead, please. What are we doing? It's funny. Yeah. Mike Davis, he ripped off like a 20-yarder or something for a touchdown. It was crazy. I was so shocked. <laughs> Man, because a man just misses holes. Like, it's ridiculous. I think, <laughs> I'm watching the TV. I'm like, the hole is right there. I see it. How come you can't see it? <laughs> I would have ran through it, and I probably would have got a yard. Yeah. That yard would have been more than the negative two that you got. Um, but uh, whatever. Um, but, yeah, he looked good last week. But so that doesn't really spell good for – that doesn't really – especially that doesn't really uh, bode a lot of confidence for me in the Bucks run defense coming up this week against Thunder – and lightning with Devin, Devin the Punisher Singletary and return the Matt Breida, who uh, are coming to back to form in a warm weather game. So watch yeah. out, Tampa Bay. It's the thunderstorms coming. <laughs> the the uh, emotions that they have to be going through from the and just the feeling from the game from last week in the crazy winter storm in the snow to most likely beautiful, sunny, hot Tampa is unless it's raining. <laughs> that's true. Unless it's raining. So that'd be, yeah, that'd be funny if that happened again to them, but yeah, that should be an awesome game. Uh, probably the game, at least for me, the game of the week for next weekend for this upcoming weekend. That is. Who, who the, can we look up with the Raiders play this week? The Raiders. Raiders Let's yeah. see. The Raiders. Let's see. Like they're, they're slipping from contention here. They're slipping. They're slipping from uh, <laughs> the Chiefs are starting to make a make a push. And they're playing the Chiefs. You know, so Pat Mahomes is getting carried by his defense right now. Yeah, they, defense have played so well. They're playing. The Raiders are playing the Chiefs this weekend. So, so yeah, they uh, slipping out of playoff contention. I think they're going to slip even faller. They're going to slip and fall oh, out of there. Yeah, most likely from them. Derek Carr has been good. Darren Waller being out hasn't been the best for that offense too. Josh Jacobs, <laughs> you can go off on a Josh Jacobs tangent, but uh, he, uh, now he now he looks like a fucking stud because now, he injured yeah. broke his ankle, and now Josh Jacobs getting 20, 20 plus carries in back to back weeks. So awesome, it's great. <laughs> and who Peyton Barber is nowhere to be found. He, he was now on the COVID list. Oh, was he really? He was last he week, was still, yeah. Still carries weeks one through five or whatever, and then all of a sudden he was leading the team in rushes. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yep. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> when Gruden, when uh, Gruden was still the coach, yeah, he was leading the team in rushes. And then would come in for third downs and be like, Josh Jacobs first down, second down, but he's going to rotate those downs between Drake and then Jordan Rashard is going to come down for all passing situations. Like, 
this is ridiculous. And Jen Rashard gets hurt, and Barber's out, Kenyon Drake gets hurt. Now there's only one guy left, it's Josh Jacobs, and now I don't have him yep. for playoff time. So <laughs> that's great. But he's 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 been he played he played better last week. I think he had like 87 carries, 87, 87 carries, 87 yards on 23 carries, but he had a touchdown and he had he called all of his targets mm-hmm. on pass. Um, all call is like caught all his targets. Um Hunter Renfro, the boy. Yep. It's just reliable. Consistent, consistent, consistent. Oh, just ridiculous. Yeah, literally. Overliable is right. He's been great. Um, so I think the Raiders are going to fall off a little bit more from what they have been oh, yeah. this year against the Chiefs. Yeah. That, uh, that'll be an interesting one for sure. Uh, see those Vikings. We already talked about that a little bit. Falcons playing the Panthers. Return of Cam Newton, Serge. How are we feeling about that? Max, who cares? <laughs> I think whatever team loses is going to be out of the playoffs completely, yeah. just out of contention. So this, this game is a nothing game. Uh, Cam Newton has – I think the, the Panthers just fired Joe Brady. So yeah. they'll have a new offensive coordinator for that game. I, I won't be surprised if Cam plays really well. Um, but I also won't be surprised if the Falcons play really well because they're not at home. Yeah. Is that <laughs> – all, all, all of our wins have come from away from the really? stadium. Really? Damn. Yeah. That, a lot, granted, they've been against bad teams, but all of our wins have come against like the best performances have come. Our one home game, technically, our one home win was in London against the Jets. <laughs> we're home that game, but uh, oh, a win's a win, man. A win's a win. Count any one that you can get. That's crazy. That place, yeah. you think that place is cursed or what, dude? Like, God well, I damn, curse, I think it's a combination of things. I think the fans suck in Atlanta, and yeah, <laughs> I said it, and then I. <laughs> And I think um, get the people going. There's rumors that it was built on a uh, like a church, like there was a church, like they knocked down a church to no build way. the stadium. I swear to God, there's a rumor that they knocked down a church to build the stadium, and now it's cursed. I, Hopefully, I mean, it is. Yeah, it um, sounds like it. If that's true, damn, I hope dude. So. It's a better yeah. story that way. You should move down there and become the biggest Atlanta Falcons, like, like the fan of the year, like get everybody fired up, dress up. No, no. <laughs> they have too much stuff going on in the stadium. They got a Chick-fil-A, but it's not open on Sunday. That is the Chick-fil-A. craziest thing ever, dude. How do you not have, I mean, Chick-fil-A is just ridiculous. It's the best food ever. Like, come on. It's so damn good. Have you ever had it before? I have had it. It's okay. What? It's okay. Okay. Are you ordering the right thing? Don't tell me you're ordering a grilled chicken, please. No. No. Yeah, it's What'd you uh, order? Number one. Number, yeah. Whatever. Number three, number one. It's a chicken sandwich. It's like the regular chicken yeah. sandwich. Waffle fries. I get a Chick-fil-A sauce. Yep. My lemonade or whatever. Oh, yeah. With I'm, the ice? With the ice. Done. It's okay. It wasn't my – like, I feel like if I go to Wendy's, I get the same exact thing. No. Chicken, once, once you've had a chicken sandwich, you've had a chicken sandwich. Dude, you have no clue what you're talking about. What are you talking about right now? No, they're not. What are you talking about? No, they're not. Not at all. The Chick-fil-A sandwich is by far – like, I love Wendy's, like, chicken. Like, that's that – low-key – fantastic like oh yeah off the dollar menu take that every day with value menu take that every day but chick-fil-a sandwich that is completely on a different level dude we're talking completely different levels 
completely different levels, not even close. You add I've been like three times in my life, yeah. And you weren't even a fan, like you were like, it's okay. It's I, wasn't, I liked it, but I wasn't like this is the greatest thing I've ever had. Oh my god, that's like if nuts. I'm if I'm ranking fast food places, I'm putting Chipotle number one. That's right. Different. That's different. That's not it's, actually it's still a fast. It's a fast food place, isn't Can it? Can you get it? Can you get in the drive-through? No, exactly. No. There you go. There you go. But it's fast and it's food. You get it fast. It's food fast, not fast food. Okay, fine. Take it off the list. Thank I you. Put, <laughs> I put <laughs> Wendy's right. Yeah. Because they don't. They, guess what? They don't have at Chick Fil A. What? They don't got no frosty at Chick Fil A. Yeah. Well, I. They have milkshakes. Have you had the milkshake before? They got McFlurries at Chick-fil-A. It's not McFlurry. At McDonald's, they do, though. You sure? Because ice cream machine is always closed. The McFlurry machine is always broken, dude. Always. Never a doubt. I'm not saying saying McDonald's is better than Chick-fil-A, but I'm saying that. Far from it. I'm saying Chick-fil-A is good. Stop. Chick-fil-A is great. Stop it. To me, I don't. I, I would put Wendy's on the same tier. I don't think oh it didn't God. blow my mind the last time I had it. That's crazy. I had it in an airport. It wasn't. It was okay. That's your problem right there, dude. What are you talking? You had it in an airport. I mean, Gina and I had on our on our way down to our honeymoon. She still says it now. <laughs> she still says she's craving it now. And then we had what was it? It was we were in North Carolina on a layover, and we had this chicken sandwich with pimento cheese on it from Bojangles. That's where it was from. And that was up there as one of the top chicken sandwiches that I've had. It was ridiculous. On a biscuit too. Oh my God, man. Is it man. better than Chick-fil-A? No. no. The Chick-fil-A sauce, because you can have the Chick-fil-A breakfast sandwiches. You ever have those two with a biscuit? No. That's a whole different tier, dude. Oh my God. I had that when I was in New Orleans for the first time and I was like, what? You guys have chicken, chicken for breakfast. This is ridiculous. And it was so damn it's good. It's yeah, it's it's unbelievable. All right. Well, it sounds like we have to go to Chick-fil-A next time I see you in person. Uh, yeah, I gotta go to Chick-fil-A again. So that's what it sounds like. Maybe yeah. I need to join my parents, obviously. We 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 would do it big, dude. We got we'll get the dog sandwich. So it got has the lettuce, the we'll tomato with taste test. We'll have a taste test on the podcast. We'll I get Wendy's and we'll get Chick-fil-A and we'll be blindfolded and we'll try and take see which one's different than the other one. Are you serious? That's easy, dude. You kidding me? Just by the so- just by the chicken cutlet itself. Yeah, you can absolutely <laughs> taste how much juicier the chicken cutlet at Chick-fil-A is versus the Wendy's one. Absolutely. I hope you can tell. I, can tell. I promise. I promise you that I can. Not a doubt in my mind. No, like I'll probably if I had if, if you give me McDonald's in there too, I'll probably throw it out, dude. I I, I don't do McDonald's. Who eats McDonald's? Who eats McDonald's? It's 2021. Who eats McDonald's? No. I've only well, see, the thing is in Mansfield, in my hometown, there's only one fast food place, and that fast food place is Wendy's. So Wendy's is number one at all at all times. But Chick-fil-A is a whole different other tier and a whole different other discussion because it has the service too. I had it a few weeks ago. One of the new menu items, it was like the thing that they keep advertising, the something burger with the bacon and everything. Oh my God. So good. Couldn't believe how good it was. Crazy. But just similar to Hunter Renfro, all reliable. Wendy's is always there. Shout out Hunter Renfro. Shout out the Wendy's value menu. Shout yep. out Wendy. And inspiration behind Wendy's. <laughs> play. Although you're not open on Sundays, yeah. you still, I guess you do good things. Yeah. Still a good place.
Yeah. I still can't believe that they have a Chick-fil-A in the Atlanta stadium <laughs> and the NFL plays on yeah, Sunday. It's not even open on Sundays. What the fuck's the point? It's crazy. Just walking around the Mercedes-Benz stadium on, I guess if you're going to a college game, you, go to, you can go to Chick-fil-A. How many, guess, how many times per year is the game other than that SEC championship, right? One. <laughs> yeah. Once. Maybe it's maybe open more than once for other games too. I don't know. That's yeah, crazy. I don't know. They might have a ball game in there. Who knows? Yeah, they definitely. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. PC United, they play soccer games in there. Oh, they do? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, PC United, yeah, they play soccer games. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I think that's where – I don't know if that's where it is. I don't know. Who Who knows? Who knows, Serge? But, yeah, next time we see each other, we're doing a taste test on the pod, live video. Live. Coming live. Absolutely. We live, baby. All right. Exactly. <laughs> what uh what other games we want to go into there's so many other games that we could talk about you don't want to talk about Taysom hill so we won't talk about the saints we could talk about him he didn't play well last week through four picks the saints made a mistake we're done talking about him let's move on still got 30 points of fantasy though i fuck with that awesome <laughs> that was beautiful i love it i love it and then he's playing the jets awesome. this week and even with a mallet finger i've never heard of that injury before they said that's a it's the same one. <laughs> it's, it's the same one. <laughs> it's the same one that uh, Russ apparently had, but it, it isn't surgery. It isn't he uh, surgery, so whatever. He's going to play through that. Probably kick the Jets' ass. That'll be fun to watch. Seahawks. Hopefully the Jets win. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I that. The Jets winning. To be honest, I can see the Jets. Is Michael Carter coming back this week? Uh, I think so. I haven't heard anything about him. Not. Either way, they both look good. Devin Coleman looked pretty good last week, too. Ty Johnson isn't too bad as well. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully the Jets can pull this one out because I do hate the Saints. And also the Saints aren't a very good team this year. Yep. Yep. Although there is a rumor that Russell Wilson would like Saw to play that. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who do you list? Who do you list? I forget who else it was. The it was Giants. Saints. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And Giants, the Broncos, Saints, right? The Broncos. I think there was another team. Maybe the be it. Maybe those shows there. Yeah. But this is this is this is what I love about Russell Wilson. Because he'll just he'll put out this list, and then he'll be like, "Oh no, I never want to leave Seattle. I never want to leave Seattle." Where, where, where does this information come from? This this come from thin air, Russell. It's like the stuff with Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. It's like that's not true. Oh, so people just make it. That's not true. Just a bunch of cap. Look at all this cap on the internet. People do anything for clicks. People don't. <laughs> are they just making this stuff up? Is this kind of stuff coming out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. Like I understand sometimes it can, but this is. When stuff keeps on coming up repeatedly, it's it's there's some truth behind it, you know. Where there's smoke, there's fire, Serge, right? Exactly. Smoke, there's fire. Oh, I, I don't want to play. I want to play in Seattle. I, I I don't mind it. I love it here. I will, I want to retire here. But every off season, I'm gonna throw out a list of teams I wouldn't get mine being traded to. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to play in Seattle for making lists of teams you want to play for other teams you want to play for. Yeah. Like, Dude, this is ridiculous. It's so funny. Oh, like, I, this I don't is, mind it. Though. I, yeah. Yeah. Love the twelves. Love the twelves. It's just like oh, what? it's not my fault at all. It's all Pete Carroll and the CLC office. Don't worry about it. Oh, won four games this year, but it's all their fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Russell, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Spe- speaking of one of the teams that he wants to play with, Lions playing the Broncos this week doesn't sound like the most uh, like the best game of the week and everything, but. I think both of us agree on something that the Broncos have been doing wrong all season, Serge. 
We yeah, mentioned it. Fucking Drew Locke. <laughs> That's right, baby. It's Drew Locke season at all times, dude. We are a Drew Locke podcast. They have put down the boy for no reason at all. They gave Teddy B the gig this year. Teddy, I don't know what you're doing, man. They have just, they haven't given Locke a chance this year, dude, at all. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. Let that kid dance. Let him dance. Let him score touchdowns. Let him throw the rock up. Let him dance on their heads. I love it. Give him a, give him a week of preparation with the ones. Don't just throw him out there after Teddy sprains his ankle, you know, and then <laughs> yeah. him out after he does something bad because he hasn't practiced all week. Yeah. Let, him, let him have some leeway out there. Or else, you know, you just ship him away to some team that needs a young quarterback. Wouldn't mind grooming him for a year or two, Atlanta Falcons, and um, <laughs> let him force there when Matt Ryan retires. I wouldn't mind that. That would be awesome. How about they, you just, yeah. It would be so it's nice. That- no Why is he getting the same amount of turns as Albert O? I I don't understand their offense. They and I I've been thinking about this the past few weeks too. They have too many weapons on offense for them to be this disgustingly bad. For Teddy to just drop it off to Albert O instead of Noah Fant, who's a beast. For Jerry Judy to come back. For for Cortland Sutton to be out there. Tim Patrick. I don't get it. KJ Hamler before he got hurt and everything too, like. There's too many people on that team who are fantastic support players in a role that they should be in the offense for them to be this bad. We know the reason it's Drew Locke not being the starting quarterback. It also has to be. Pat Schirmer. Also Pat Schirmer. Yeah, Pat Schirmer too. And I also, guess I, I wouldn't be surprised if they fire Vangio at the end of the season, dude. He's been great as a defensive coordinator, great defensive coach for the Bears, everything. But – it seems like they need a young dude to come in and lead them. I don't know who that's going to be. Joe Brady, maybe, right? That would be well, – he got fired. I, well, he could get rehired by the Broncos. That would be kind of a cool you matchup. Know, see, but there's something – there has to be something fundamentally wrong with this offense because every year he starts off hot and then it's like teams figure him out and then it's just like they suck. He's an old coach, Although, man. He's an old I'm coach. Talking about, I'm talking about Joe Brady. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The Panthers. Yeah. Like they start off hot. Granted <laughs> – you went from Teddy Bridgewater to Phil Bo- to PJ Walker to Sam Darnold, so maybe that could you know have something to do with it. To Cam Newton, which isn't you know Cam Newton twenty twenty one, which is C- ideal. CMC being out doesn't help yeah. this case at all either. Yeah, yeah. So, but For he should sure. probably go back to college and get some a little bit more. He's only like thirty four or something. Yeah, right? he's a young, he's a young, young dude. man. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, so we know the Broncos' problem. They got to fix it. Drew Locke has to be the starting quarterback. I don't see any way around it other than that. I don't either. I think it has to happen. It should happen. It should have happened by now. Uh, Javon St. Williams needs more carries also. Needs, that needs to be said as well. Mel, Melvin Gordon is okay. But we already know what we're going to get with him. Yeah. You know, he's a hard-nosed runner. He's a good pass blocker, I guess. But Javon Day Williams is electric. He showed us. He showed his worth this past weekend, dude. It was awesome seeing him get the lead back role and taking advantage of it. Seeing what he did at North Carolina last year, then seeing what he did in Denver with that O-line. Yeah, I'll take that any day of the week, dude. Like I said, so many weapons around them in Denver. Don't know how they are doing this bad. It's crazy, 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 crazy. Drew Locke is the answer, guys. Telling you. Or or ship him to the Falcons. I would be very happy about that for you. Yeah, let him, let him dance in the end zone. Yeah. Let the boy Kyle Pitts. Let him, let him get loose. He'll throw the ball to Kyle Pitts and he won't care. How, how many people are 
<laughs> I know that for a fact. He, He'll be chilling with the Migos in Atlanta. He'll be chilling with everybody. Jeezy, all of them. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. He was dancing to Jeezy in Denver. Put him in Atlanta. Get the talk. Get the talk going right now. Drew Lock in Denver. Trade a six rounder from Drew Lock. Free Drew Lock. Free Drew Lock. Free Free Lock. Put him on. Put him. Put him on. Put him with the boys. Let him get some seasoning under the under the tutelage of Matt Ryan for a couple of years, and then let him take the reins. Let's throw that thing. You just be um, like Akon, dude. He's locked up. Can't let me out. Yeah, dude. Oh, exactly. <laughs> let him out. Let him free the free the guy. Free the boy. Free um, the boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Rams Cardinals Monday um, night game. It's probably the only other game we want to mention, right? Taking a lot of the time about NFL. We'll talk a little NBA. Monday night game. Yeah. Rams Cardinals. That's gonna be a sick one. That is Rams finally got back on their feet. Thank God, playing the Jaguars. We discussed it. They they had to. They had to win, and they did. It was looking shaky to begin the game too. It, it wasn't was great. Yep, it absolutely but, uh, was. Anderson's out. Sonny Michelle looked like he had a looking like he's having more resurgence with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Good for him. <laughs> great. That's all <laughs> I could say. You say thank him for his contributions as a Patriot. He ran you to a Super Bowl. He did. <laughs> Thank you for his contributions. Thank you, Sony, for your contributions during the Super Bowl year. We very much appreciate it. I'm very glad you're not on the team anymore. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my God. This man, this is ridiculous. Sonny Michelle ran his heart out for the New England Patriots. Ran to a Super Bowl, by the way. Was their best offensive player that whole entire playoff run? Well, yeah, I said it. Tom Brady didn't do anything in that Super Bowl. against. Uh, he made one throw against the Rams that year. It was Sonny Michelle's legs that carried them there. All right. That's okay. So shout out to you, Sonny Michelle. I appreciate you. I even did. though I'm not a Patriot fan. I appreciated him. I appreciated him. And I hope you continue your success with the Rams. Yeah. Although you guys, I don't have any faith in you. And I think you guys are cursed because you guys signed Odell when you didn't need to. Yeah. And you need to because Robert Woods tore his ACL. But still, I feel like he was unnecessary at the time. <laughs> Agreed. A thousand percent agree. That'll be a good matchup. Sonny Michelle's been looking good, like you said. Uh, Cardinals, top of the NFC right now. It's an NFC West showdown. Monday Night Football. Is it real, though? Is it, is it, does it feel real, though? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's they're, probably... The, they're, they're a good team, but I just feel like... Who, the Cardinals like, or the Rams? Team, yeah, if there's like... A, if you could... The Cardinals. If you could look at all the teams, right? All like the good... The teams at the top of their division. Yeah. And if you were to pick one team to kind of... Uh, flame out or like be a huge letdown come playoff time. What team would it be? Probably. So I guess like the Patriots, Ravens, the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Packers will lose Cowboys, in the NFC NFC Packers. championship <laughs> again. No, that's not flaming out though. I'm talking about like the first yeah. divisional game they lose. Yeah, Cowboys probably. Cowboys. Yeah, I think oh, it's just so ferocious. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I also Cardinals defense has been pretty legit all year, too, right? Uh-huh. They've That's been they've been more legit than Dan Quinn's defense in for the Cowboys. That granted, like you said, they, that pass rush has been crazy the entire season. Mm-hmm. It has been, it's been awesome. Demarcus Marcus Lawrence came back like rookie. Come on, he's been unbelievable, man. He's been so good. So, Rams Cardinals Monday night. Football game. I think the Cardinals just, I think they're going to get the dub on this one. 
that'll be a great matchup. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Kyler looked awesome coming back last week after being gone for what four weeks now. Him and him and Hopkins have been out for four weeks straight. Like you said, Colt McCoy took over that offense and he won two games somehow. The first one was an awesome game. Second game was disgusting. And third game, he won barely. So it was awesome to see Kyler be back into his normal form and look healthy. Same thing with Hopkins as well. Um, James Conner, we talked about it a few weeks ago too, catching the ball out of the backfield, running it downhill to like, good for that. I think he's a touchdown maybe in the NFL. He's a touchdown, maybe. I think I heard 17 today or something like that. Maybe 14 or 17. It's insane. I dropped him in, uh, I think, a fantasy league that we have, right? Yeah, for the uh, Dynasty one. one. The Dynasty one. I'm pretty sure I dropped him earlier this season. I had him at one point. I think I traded him to my Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like I I didn't expect this much out of him. He looks like he did before his whole cancer battle and everything at Pitt. He looks like a beast this year. So awesome to see that he's been a huge part of that offense for the Cardinals. And it's been just great, great to see that offense overall. So um, good game on Monday night overall. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you want to talk about the NBA real quick? Yeah, I'm down. What do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with the boy Ben Simmons out in Philadelphia. As we all know, he hasn't played yet this year, and he's citing uh, mental health issues, which is nothing to joke about. Um, uh, but um, I understand that there's been rumors about the Portland Trailblazers making a deal because Damon Miller would like to allegedly play with Ben Simmons. Um, so maybe we can think of some trade ideas to uh, get Ben to Portland to make Damian Lillard happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally have been looking for the Portland Trailblazers to trade CJ McCollum for years now mm-hmm. because the idea of having two diminutive guards, you know, guards yep. under six foot five or six foot three playing together is just not conducive to winning basketball games. They're too small, they can't defend. Sure, they'll put up a lot of points and they don't really play well, to, but they don't really play well together. It's not like a natural fit, like. Steph and Clay, mm-hmm. they don't really do much off the ball for you because they're both ball dominant guys. Uh, CJ's a big mid range guy, and you know, Dame's a big, you know, 30 footer, three, 30 foot three point guy. That's what he does. He pulls up from deep. Um, but they don't really, they have this. I just don't think they'll, they'll, they're good enough to get you the playoffs. They're not good enough to win you series. I mean, I think that, that's been proven in the past years. And now there's been big injury histories as well. CJ has a collapsed lung. Yeah, so, it's brutal. I saw that yesterday, dude. Uh, God yeah. damn. Tough. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I guess the idea would be to trade, uh, do some deal involving CJ, maybe Nazir Little or uh, Anthony Simons to the 76ers for Ben Simmons. Now, what do you think of that deal? Is that something that you would consider if you're the if you're Daryl Morey, mm-hmm. who's the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers? Does that tickle your fancy? Does that get you going? I don't know, man. With him, if I was him, probably yeah, just so you can kind of get past the entire thing of Ben Simmons just being, I don't know, I wouldn't say I, I guess a nuisance of this entire season, just kind of bogging the entire team down. But it seems like he wants more and more and more from everything that's been reported about him. Mm-hmm. He wants like three first round picks. He wants all this stuff for him. I don't think any team's doing that. I don't get it. It's just bizarre. I don't, I, I don't know what he's thinking. He just needs to get rid of him 
I think as soon as possible so that they can just move past this entire situation just quick. <laughs> they need to. Yeah, the, the tricky thing is Benson All-Star is a very good player, but he can't shoot. And the playoff series uh, against the uh, Atlanta Hawks just really showed that. Like his, like his weaknesses were just put on display for the world to see. Like I think we all knew he couldn't shoot the ball and he was scared to shoot, but when he uh, just refused to like shoot the ball, do anything on the opposite side of the ball at all in that playoff series, it really took his stock down quite a bit. He took a real big hit. And I think he needs to understand like sitting out isn't helping you with this. I understand that you might have, you might be going through something um, mentally that might be, you know, preventing you from playing, but your stock is at an all time low right now. And I think playing right now and having success with some of these that would really boost up your name and boost up your stock in the rest of the league. And I think it would be greatly beneficial to not only the 76ers, but also to you, to get into a team that you would actually want to play for and, you know, um, you know, get away from that situation. Um, so it's definitely something to monitor. I thought when I heard about the news, I thought three or four teams I thought he'd be a good fit on. And I think those teams would also have something to offer the 76ers. I was thinking the Kings, uh, they're – in need of a rebuild. They just hit on, they've just messed up so many draft picks yep. and um, they just are a terrible team. Um, so I was thinking about a trade involving Pierre and Fox and not being trade and sending him to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. Uh, now Sacramento Kings had just drafted Davian Mitchell out of Baylor, who was the, I think the most outstanding player of the tournament. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so that'd be something to consider as well. Uh, they just drafted Damian Fox, and the year before they drafted Terry's Halburn. So it's clear that they're be, – it being that they drafted two guards in back-to-back draft, it's clear that they're, they sh- they're going to be looking at a move uh, for De'Aaron Fox, I think. Um, it just makes too much sense at this point. Why keep three guards? Why play three guards like that? It doesn't make any sense. Plus, you have Buddy Hill on your roster as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Agreed. Um, so that would be one team. And another team I thought about was in Indiana Pacers. Uh, there's rumors that the 76ers or the Indiana Pacers offered Malcolm Brogdon um, and some draft picks to the uh, 76ers. Well, I think Malcolm Brogdon would be a good fit on the 76ers. Um, I don't think Malcolm Brogdon alone gets you Ben Simmons, but I think he'd be a good starting point um, there in a deal involving them. And then another team. Now, Nick, I'm going to need you to keep your composure, keep calm, stay focused, and carry on. Um, so the deal that I'm thinking right now, now nope. I know you love the Jays, and it's not involving the Jays, nope. and it's a trade that I think would be very beneficial and very good for the Jays and very good for this organization. Now, I know you love the guy, Marcus Smart, and I, and I, and I understand he's the heart and soul of the – Boston Celtics. Heart and soul. But enough is enough. No. <laughs> you don't get it, dude. You don't get enough it. Enough is enough. Now let's think of the trade that the Celtics could offer for Ben Simmons. The, the thing behind the Celtics struggles is they don't have a point guard. Now, I haven't watched many Celtics games, so I could be talking out of my ass right now. But I've always felt that they've always needed a big man and a point guard. Now you have Robert Williams, so I think he's fulfilled that big man role. Yep. Time Lord, blocking shots all day. Don't Anthony Davis twice last game. Yes, he did. <laughs> However, Loves still it. not a point guard. Dennis Shorter is not the guy. I think he's nah. a good 
come off the bench type of guy, good six man. Yep. You got Marcus Smart. You got Ben Simmons. Let's make a deal. Huh? What do you think? I don't want it. I don't want it. I understand where you're coming from. I absolutely see it. I see the interest. I see having a point guard, especially one that if he's not given the task of shooting because you can just toss it to the Jays, that's fine. I get it. It makes sense. I think it would be very funny personally if he ended up on the the Celtics and just became an all-star because of his assists to the Jays and to Time Lord, everything. That would be awesome. Would love that. But I do not think that will happen. I don't think that they will ship off Marcus Smart with Brad now being the GM and with the head coach now. I, I don't I don't think it's gonna happen, dude. I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen where Smart gets traded for quote unquote Ben Simmons. It won't I be just it. Yeah, no, I get, I get it. It would be, I it would be. I understand that. I feel like, and I mentioned it a few weeks ago when we brought up the Celtics too, just at the beginning of the season. Being the heart and soul of the team, I think he brings an entire different feel of when he's in the lineup versus when he's not in the lineup. Even being on the bench sure. too, that's Absolutely. the whole that's the whole thing. He brings a whole different mentality to the entire team. With him not being there at all, for him getting shipped off for someone like Ben Simmons who has been a problem for the entire Sixers organization for the past few years because of everything going on with him not being able to shoot, him being memed to death because of him not being able to shoot for shit <laughs> because of that entire stuff. I, I don't I don't see it. I get it wouldn't be just Marcus Smart, but I also it'd be a tough, tough sell for me to have Marcus Smart go away for basically Ben Simmons. That would be a tough sell for me. I get it. I see the fit. In Boston, I, like I said, it would be super funny if somehow, some way, which is not possible, that we could get Ben Simmons to the team for, I don't even know, backup. If Dennis Schroeder, sure, yeah, toss him, toss him in. Cantor, uh, Ennis Cantor Freedom, toss him in too. It wouldn't be Ennis Cantor Freedom. It would be like Marcus Smart. Uh, you probably have to give a pay in Pritchard. Um, Marcus Smart pay in Pritchard. The contracts would have to match up because – yeah. Ben's on a max deal. I think Marcus is not on the max. I think he's paying like 20 million a year. So it'd have to be some combination of Marcus Smart. No, he signed a max this offseason, did he not? I don't think Marcus Smart's on a max. Is it close to a max? Like, yeah. Something. It might be close to one, but it's not. It is nowhere near. If he is, it's a bad move by Brad Smart. That's your first mistake at the gym. You don't offer Marcus Smart a max deal. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be Marcus Smart, maybe Payne Pritchard. Aaron no, D. It's Smith. A, it's a max, dude. Seven, seven, How much is it? 77, yeah. Four-year, 77.1 million max extension. Is that a max, though? Is that a max extension? Yeah. Yeah, max Four extension. Four-year, 77.1 mil max extension. Oh, oh. He lock, yeah, because he locked him and uh, Jalen up this offseason. Hmm. Yeah. Well. I, I, I think we have a rookie max, and the rookie max is like five years, 180 something million dollars. So, gotcha, uh, 150 million dollars. Gotcha. I guess it kind of depends on, but yeah, I think it'd be a deal involving Ben, and then I don't know if the Celtics will give a draft picks. Um, 
I don't know, his stock is pretty low, so maybe you could get him from just Marcus Martin, like Aaron Neesmith or something. But uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I think that'd be really good for him, and I think it'd be really good for the Celtics organization. Uh, you're sitting at 13 and 12 right now, I think, or 12 and 13. You're the seventh or the sixth seed. Uh, so I don't know if you really want to be there. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, you're not balling like my sons. This week, we actually, the sons actually put the Celtics on Friday. Oh, do so, they really? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sons probably lose that game. Talk, of course. Uh, yeah. We've had some good matchups in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll see about Marcus Martin and everything. I'm still on his. On his side for now. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. We'll see that <laughs> how that situation uh, goes out throughout the season, and hopefully, Celtics doesn't get it together. So there's no need to, you know, think about Ben Simmons trade. But mm-hmm. you know, as of right now, we're sitting at number six in the Eastern Conference. I think I'm. Th- I'm thinking it's time to make a move. You know, I'm thinking it's time to make a move. One of the one of the. Uh, the writers for the Cel- for the Celtics online says that the or the Red Sox too, but the Celtics have every single trade deadline. They're the interest kings, and same thing with the Red Sox being interest kings at all time. Like the Celtics are somehow thinking about making this deal. They're somehow thinking about it. Who knows? With Brad now being the GM, it's it's exciting to see what he's going to possibly do as the GM. Um, yeah, let's go seize rest of the season. Let's go. I'm psyched for basketball to like kick into high gear. Basketball in my mind really doesn't start until Christmas. And so I'm excited for that to, to fully begin and see that in the next few weeks. It'll be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's, that's all the NBA stuff I had. I don't think there's anything else yeah. that needs to be talked about. We, yeah. can, we can uh, quickly mention fantasy football, dude. We can talk about going into the playoffs for yeah. a few of our leagues coming in hot, you are currently at the number one spot. For- I'm also number two in the dynasty league. <laughs> are you really? I haven't even noticed that. Yeah. Damn. To you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm far and away number one in that league because I just I yeah, had- yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun league to finish this year. But- Lamas just fucked two. Too. I lost. I, I almost lost last week. I thought I was going to lose last week because they had Josh Allen going into the game on Monday night, and they only scored like eleven he also, points. I think he started DJ more and he was on a bye. Oh, really? Did I? I didn't even know. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Right. Sweet. Love it. Well, first place of that, but you, sir, are in first place of our ESPN and Yahoo League. Pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. Proud of you. Yeah. Shout out to Debo. Shout out to Debo. He's been carrying my team. In all my leagues. Yep. Uh, he's been he's been a godsend for me. I heard he might get some running back snaps this year with this week. Some more that. running back snaps this week with um who's who's out? Elijah everybody Mitchell? hurt. Everybody. everybody. I don't really like it though. I don't really like him carrying the ball that much. A few times, yeah. Don't wanna yeah, I, mean, I can I can take it three, maybe four times a game. Let's not give him 10 carries because he gets Every, more yards through the air. He gets more points through the air. <laughs> Everybody's gotten hurt that they've put on. As good as the running back by committee in a Kyle Shanahan offense is, everyone's gotten hurt this year. So let's chill out with that for Debo for your own sake. Let's chill out. <laughs> if he, he goes down in the East family, I'm done, and I and I cannot go down in that league. I gotta, I gotta, I need him. Yep. I need to get, I need to get past this first round. I need to get this. I need to get this championship. 
oh, I need it bad. I need, I need <laughs> at least one championship. I need one of these because I'm in four leagues. I need to make some money. 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 The Yahoo League's a different animal. I think I just need Jonathan Toe to stay hot. Although the, his first game being back against the Patriots, I, that's, I need to lock up that one seed so I can avoid – I can get that buy that first week. Yep. So he's not like shut down against the Pats and I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, yeah. It was, I'm playing, I'm playing Diet Coke. It's not Coke. I'm not going to say what it actually is, but I'm playing Diet Coke this week. But uh, it's, uh, it's, fu- it's funny with our ESPN league being in the playoffs starting this week because we do the two week model. And we may be changing that in the future, Commissioner, at Commissioner. We will discuss that. Shout out to you, Mason. Shout out you, Mace. We love you, kid. But we got to stop with this bullshit two-week stuff. I can't stand it. I didn't say it. Yeah, that's me. That's all right. (laughs) He could say I'm salty. That's all right. I'm still – I didn't finish it last. I didn't finish it last. I'm hype about that. So, didn't finish it last. But we start off the playoffs this week for that league, uh, for the Yahoo League. We start the playoffs next week yeah next week and then almost every other league is next week too so finishing up the leagues that'll be fun surge is in that number one spot for two leagues we'll have to put the audio audio in for the, the instrumental and for the end of the podcast but number one spot Coming in hot. That's it. That's all we got to say, right? We done. Exactly. That's it. Episode seven is a wrap. Yes, Thank sir. you for listening. Thank you for vibing. Thank you to our guest, Gina Chioko. I almost said Larry. Gina Chioko for coming on the podcast. Yes, sir. Explaining your side of the story because, you know, it's always great to have both sides of the stories. And guys, if you ever, got, if you ever want to call us out on any of our takes or anything we have to say, We'll put you on the podcast. Just make yeah. sure you come correct. All right. That's right. Come correct. Pretty come correct like Gina Chioko did tonight. Yeah. Don't don't come in here half ass because we're like piranhas in here. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're bite you. We'll bite you back. We'll she, you uh, she was on her Mercer Tomei, man. She uh she knows what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She knows exactly what she was doing. So yeah, thank you guys again for giving us a listen. Uh we appreciate you. Uh listening to the podcast perfect time at podcast episode seven can't wait to record again next week like we have done we continue this up keep following the socials i swear i promise i keep saying it we will be putting stuff on youtube twitter instagram be putting clips out and everything in the next coming weeks that'll be a little christmas break project for both of us uh i'm excited to continue to grow this brand we're very very happy with the listeners that we've had on every one of our platforms continue to listen share it family friends anybody we love it perfect time of podcast episode seven we out